The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your host, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow. And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Clean flicker to get the night started. Downfield looking for Godwin. Into his hands. And guess which dogs are barking first. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. A national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. The cornballs get stolen. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Jake, from... Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. He is at from Jake. Puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. Great to be back with you, Jake. It's been a little while. You know, you finished up the season. You got away. I know you were hunting a little bit, taking care of some family business, which is always very important, but it's Super Bowl week. A lot of college football news is broken lately. So my man Jake texts me. He's like, dude, let's get the band back together and fire up a punt and pass podcast. Thank you, my man. How are you doing? Dude, what is going on? Uh, glad to be back, man. I'm not going to yes. lie. I, I was missing it. I mean, week to week, I'm sitting in the duck blind. Uh, ducks are flying. <laughs> We're having some success out there. I'm like, man, dude, I, I got to be talking on the podcast. Got I mean, the itch. This is, yeah, I had the itch. So uh, glad to be back. Good to see you, man. Uh, it is Super Bowl week. So yeah, uh, big deal here to finish up the NFL football season. But uh Oh, man, excited. Back in Athens. We're living, living good. Yeah. Um, just excited to get into this offseason. So let's go. Awesome, man. Let's do it. For a guy like me or, or maybe any of the other listeners out there who maybe not be as well versed in hunting uh, as you are, where are we at right now in the hunting schedule? Are we hunting deer still? Are we hunting ducks? Uh, are we hunting hogs, coyotes? What's going on? What, what can I go out in my backyard and take down right now to get some stress off my chest? Man, so uh, sadly, so sadly, duck season has ended. Okay, uh, duck, tragic. My favorite uh, species to hunt of choice. Uh, and then there's an extended archery season in Clark County that I figured out here. Interesting. Uh, because, you know, being around here, that that was a really cool deal. I did try it a couple times. Didn't have as much success as I wanted to. Uh, but uh, kind of right now, it's just that waiting period for turkey season. You got some predator hunting here you can do. When does uh, turkey season months. open up? Turkey season usually opens up the third weekend in March. Okay. Uh, and that's until April and then kind of in the middle of May, it'll go out. Um, and then always, as always, you can shoot pigs in the state of Georgia. Shoot nice. hogs is always fun. Okay. Let off a little bit of steam. 
uh, that you have built up or so. Uh, but uh, it's always a great time to shoot pigs. I need to get out there. We should do like a live podcast from the field one day. Um, that would be comedy for sure. If you ever seen wedding crashers, I'm sure I would be right in line with John and Jeremy when they're walking through quail hunting. I don't even know what the F a quail looks like. Okay. So oh man. What a scene. What a yeah, scene, huh? Great, great scene. movie. Great movie scene. We'd love to reenact it. That'd be some good times right there. Good luck. No doubt. No doubt. What else is a great time is this? Yes. It's Super Bowl weekend. Yes, you're going to have tons of options to get in and get active on the big game, but we have something really special, okay? Running through until the end of the Super Bowl, if you sign up for prize picks and use the promo code PUNT, we are going to randomly select one person to win a signed Georgia game ball, right? A signed Georgia game football by Jake Fromm, of course. If you want me to sign it as well, you can request it. If you don't want me to sign it, I totally get it. But this is your opportunity to get a Nike signed Georgia game ball. It's right there if you're looking on YouTube. It's right there. It is a real leather Nike signed Georgia game football. All you have to do is sign up for prize picks. Use the promo code PUNT, P-U-N-T, PUNT. Not only will you be entered to win this amazing prize, but you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. The board will be chock full of options for the Super Bowl, other sports as well. NBA, which had a crazy trade deadline, college basketball, NHL. They got it all. It's prize picks. People get on over to prizepicks.com, download the prize picks app, use the promo code punt leading up to the end of the Super Bowl, randomly selected winner for the signed nike georgia game football tell your family tell your friends promo code punt prizepicks.com and the prize picks app all right jake let's start off with some college football news and notes then we'll get into a little super bowl preview big news broke last night texas and oklahoma are officially joining the sec in the year 2024 Late last week, it was being reported that they would not join the SEC until 2025. They wanted to avoid the fine or the payment they were going to have to make if they were going to leave the Big 12 early. Well, last night, it's official. Greg Sankey, SEC commissioner, he comes out and says, done deal. Texas and Oklahoma are joining the SEC in the year 2024. Keep in mind, this is the same year the Big Ten adds USC and UCLA, and it's also the same year the college football playoff expands to 12 teams. So it brings everything together for one kind of new era of college football in realignment. The teams had to pay $100 million to exit the Big 12. Sounds like now the SEC is leaning towards a nine-game conference schedule, getting rid of the division, so no more East, no more SEC West. And Jake, per the reports last night, with a nine-game conference schedule, it seems like the SEC and the powers that be are leaning towards three rotational opponents for every team in the SEC and six, excuse me, three permanent opponents and six rotational opponents each year. We'll break down what that looks like, uh, but it's coming. I'm sure the SEC will renegotiate TV rights Texas and Oklahoma are on their way to the Southeastern Conference. I mean, wow. I mean, that just just sounds crazy to me. 2024 is going to be nuts. It's a, yes. it's a new era, like you said. I mean, that is what's going on. Completely changed college football as we know it. 
with the expansion of the college football playoff realignment. Uh, I'm sure NIL transfer portals are just going to be on a whole nother level, something we've never seen before. Uh, that's a whole different, I mean, we can have a whole episode just no on NIL recruiting and that deal uh, of what's going on there. So man, that just, it sounds exciting. Uh, and it's just a lot of uncharted new territory. We have no idea what it's going to look like. I mean, we could just sit here and just start throwing darts at a wall. Could look like this, could look like this. I don't know, but uh, I know it's going to be exciting and, and fun to watch and keep up with. Yeah, no doubt. Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated tweeted out last night with ADs, athletic directors, leaning towards a nine-game format with three permanent opponents and six rotational opponents. He took a jab at what this could possibly look like for each team. We'll start with Georgia. Their yeah. three permanent opponents in this situation would be Auburn, Auburn, Florida, Florida and Kentucky. Okay. Auburn, Florida, and Kentucky. So who does Georgia lose? They lose Tennessee. Uh, they lose South Carolina. Carolina. I think South Carolina and Kentucky are maybe interchangeable in one of these situations when people are thinking out loud about what could happen. How does this carry over to basketball season? I'm not really quite sure. Obviously, basketball is different with their schedule. But Georgia's three permanent in this scenario, Jake, would be Auburn, Florida, and Kentucky going up a little bit. Think about Alabama's in this scenario. Their three permanent opponents would be Auburn, Auburn Tennessee. Tennessee, and LSU. <laughs> Pretty tough every single season. Listen to this one, though. Texas, the new yeah, engine. Yeah, give me a Texas. That's Oklahoma, perfect. Texas A&M, and yeah. Arkansas. I mean, they're almost back in the Big 12 at that standpoint. Texas A&M, LSU, Texas, and Mississippi State. Again, these are their permanent opponents not confirmed yet auburn would yeah. be alabama yep. georgia yep. and south carolina florida yep. georgia of course lsu south carolina LSU. and oklahoma in this situation no. so i don't LSU know every year i know they're losing probably that lsu game which again fan bases are going to be upset at the onset but the purpose of doing this with six rotational opponents yeah. is that so georgia can go to college station so Finally. Georgia can go to Norman. Georgia can go to Austin. Those teams can come to Athens. You're going to get more variety within this 16 or, yes, 16 team, 18 team conference. I forget what it's going Four, to. 16. There's 14. No. 16. I forget. 14, we'll there's there's 14 now. That. Yeah, there's there's 14 now. Okay. Plus 16 two, teams. Correct. Final answer. Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Alabama, South Carolina. That Vandy game, everybody probably wanted Vanderbilt to be on their permanent <laughs> schedule. There's no doubt about that. What are your thoughts in regards to the three permanent, six rotational? Are you a fan of that? Um, keep in mind, Georgia was supposed to go to Norman, Oklahoma, and play Oklahoma next season. That anyway, game has been yeah. taken back from the SEC. Uh, I still think Georgia might switch up a game early on in the season in 2023. Uh, I, it, uh, it makes sense. I I think you kind of have to, but I think that rivalry with these specific programs, universities like in Auburn, like yeah. a Florida, yeah, I hate missing out on that, that Tennessee game. That was always a fun trip for me. Um, so, I mean, I get it. I mean, it makes sense. I love having the rotation. You get a different experience for the players, different experience for the coaches. Uh, and I think you get a really cool experience for the fans. Like you kind of mentioned, you get to travel, get to go places. Uh, and I think, it kind of all circles back to the dollar sign a little bit too. And it's oh, going to help. I mean, it's, it's going to help kind of everybody with the TV deals. Oh, Georgia's playing at Texas. Uh, so it's just, it's just a different, it uh, just draws more attention because 
hasn't really seen it before or in a really long time. And so uh, it's, it's definitely going to draw a lot of clicks, a lot of views, uh, and then all going to circulate them dollar signs. Yeah. You're talking about the dollar signs and they are astronomical. Greg Sankey yesterday said that the SEC distributed $721.8 million of total revenue among its current 14, got that, schools. That is an average of $49.9 million per league member for the 2021-2022 fiscal year that ended August 31st. Sankey said that the $721.8 million included $698.5 million distributed by the league office and $23.3 million retained by schools for travel and other bowl-related expenses. That amount does not include $8.1 million in NCAA grants. So when you discuss if student-athletes should be paid, uh, when you discuss what is considered fair market from a student-athlete's perspective for NIL, please understand that the product that these student athletes are putting on the field for these universities are generating hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Case closed. Let the kids get paid. Hopefully they've got some protection. Hopefully they're using Icon Source, the greatest NIL platform in the country, of which, of course, I am an executive vice president. So new age is coming, Jake. Um, I Maybe I would like Georgia to take on South Carolina more than Kentucky. I know that Lexington trip is pretty fun, but South Carolina, you know, when I was in school against Coach Spurrier, man, they had NFL talent year in and year out. It was always that early season SEC tilt. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Certainly, Ross Dellinger is just taking a stab there. I don't think it's too inaccurate, but I would assume that those tea leaves start being read into pretty intensely here in the coming months. I I think so because it's – I mean, it's 2024. I mean, I know, it's just man. one more football season. And then we got to have all our ducks in a row. It's got to be lined up. It's got to be neat. They're getting all the key stuff figured out. So there's a lot to be figured out pretty quickly, in my opinion. So I think we'll have some more news on that pretty soon. Absolutely. One team in the SEC who had a lot to figure out, and they've got it figured out, depending on if you agree with what direction they went with or not, is the University of Alabama. And head coach Nick Saban. Nick Saban, no stranger to transition on his coaching staff. And again, at the end of this season, he lost both of his coordinators. Offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien, he left. He's back with the New England Patriots. And then defensive coordinator Pete Golding went to Ole Miss to be with Lane Kiffin. Alabama took their time. Um, There were reports that they may have taken a few stabs at some people who turned them down, which is kind of crazy to think about. But they have landed on the replacements. At the defensive coordinator position, Kevin Steele, who's been all over the SEC. He is now Nick Saban's defensive coordinator. And for the offensive coordinator, I think way out of left field, Tommy Reese, who was the offensive coordinator at Notre Dame, is taking a stab at some SEC football. He will now be calling plays for Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide offense. I want to get your reactions on both of them. I think you've got some relationship or at least some experience with Kevin Steele, the new defensive coordinator. But I must say this to start. The recruiting class that Alabama secured, which I believe had the most five stars ever in the history of college football recruiting, the fact that Nick Saban closed that class without an offensive or defensive coordinator is mind-boggling. That is unbelievable. What are your thoughts on these two hires? Yeah, going on to that point, speaks volumes about who he is, what he's done, and what Alabama will continue 
to be as long as he is the head coach and driving the bus. Insane to me. I mean, down year, I think you're about to dismantle the dynasty. It's over. Uh, and then you go put a class together like that, and you're like, dang, they got a fight chance, boys. It's They're crazy. Back. I mean, it is insane. They just keep doing that year in and year out without an OC, without a DC. Um, me personally, uh, as a Georgia fan, uh, on behalf of Alabama fans, I, I think they should be happy about the Kevin Steele hire. Okay. I, I, I'm a big fan of Coach Steele. Uh, a lot of respect for him playing him uh, year in and year out. He, he was, was Auburn's Auburn. D coordinator when you Auburn's, were at Georgia, correct? Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and then you know, he was there with my brother. He had nothing but great things to say uh, about Coach Steele. So he's uh, he's coached a lot of really good football players. Uh, he's gotten a lot of very good recruits. Um, love his system. It's it's a simple system, but, man, it, it really lets those highly talented guys uh, get out and, and just play. Man, it, the, the less – defensive guys think uh and they can just go out and play and just be themselves and go see ball hit ball man that it, it really helps those guys out so. and make no mistake about it he will have some very highly talented guys at the university oh, yeah. of alabama they reload with some serious dogs on the defensive side of the ball so kevin Steele has to be happier than a pig and shit right now saying i get to coach these guys are you kidding me let's roll it's good for him what about tommy Rees? i mean Kind of an unknown commodity, younger guy. Of course, he had some success at Notre Dame, but this is a big, big job. And I will say, he's going to have a lot of high talent to coach as well. He will definitely have a lot of high talent. Uh, curious on their uh, quarterback situation going into next year. Yeah, Milrow. Uh, I, I know they have Milrow. I really don't know who they kind of have past that, to be quite honest. Um, I, I mean, I, I would have to say I was maybe a little bit surprised at this hire. Uh, don't not too familiar with him and, and what he did uh, there at Notre Dame, but I know Coach Saban will have his hand in that pie a lot. No doubt. Uh, uh, it's it's, it's going to be his system, and and he's really going to be kind of controlling this boat. I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, but uh, I, 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 like you said, I mean they, they got guys, they got dudes. Uh, it's just about switching things up a little bit. Um, give it a little bit twist to the same plays over and over. Yeah. Uh, it, and good, just good luck stopping it. I mean, because they are who they are. They're Alabama. Yeah. Just line up, run the ball, play action, chuck it deep. Should be okay. I, I would assume that that probably will be <laughs> the game plan at Alabama. But I, I, I'm more interested to see how Tommy Reese does at yeah. Alabama. I think Kevin Steele maybe might have some of his best years as a defensive coordinator, considering the talent he will have at his disposal. One more thing on the college football front. NFL Combine invitations went out this past week. Georgia, 12 invites. Um, a serious roster of dogs yeah. heading up to Indianapolis, most notably Stetson Bennett, Keely Ringo, Nolan Smith, a um, bunch of other guys, Jackpot Lesney. Did you go to the Combine, Jake? I went to the Combine many moons ago in 2012. Granted, the experience for kickers, punters, and snappers is much different. I would love to get your perspective what the NFL combine entails for quarterbacks, what a guy like Stetson Bennett can expect when he's talking with coaches, going through medical exams, going through his passing workout. What year were you at the combine? Uh, gosh, we were 2020. I think it was right before COVID. Right before COVID. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, I was at the combine. We had quite a crew uh, from our team as well there at the combine. Uh, it's just always kind of a little bit of a, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just really cool and neat to have that many of your teammates there 
uh, who are going through the same experience with you because it, it is a crazy experience. Got to uh, room uh, be a roommate, sleep in the same hotel room with my college roommate Charlie Warner. So we got oh, that made it great. Yeah. Oh, we got to go through that whole experience together. We're like, man, dude, what happened to you today? How was <laughs> how was that uh, interview and meeting? So uh, the combine is like a five six day experience. Um, all the the first four or five days, it's just nothing but like medical stuff and meetings and interviews. And it's just, all they're trying to do is just get you so brain dead for the last day when you do the physical stuff. Uh, and it's just saying, they're just trying to extract every little bit of information they can on you, ask you probing questions, see how you react. Uh, there's two different kind of style of interviews that teams will do with you. It's like a quick uh, a quick interview they'll do with you. Um, that's like 15 to 20 minutes. That's like out in like a cafeteria mm -hmm. with everybody. It's hectic out there. Again, that, it's it, in that big ballroom with the big yeah. circular tables and you can sit down yep. with multiple coaches. Yep. Yep. It, it, it honestly, it kind of reminds you of like uh, Wolf of Wall Street where it's just like crazy in the office, people going everywhere, yep. flying, distractions everywhere. And they're just trying to hammer you as fast as they can. They'll drop a play. This is this. They'll race it. All right, now drop back you know, stuff like that. And then uh, you have these uh, very professional style interviews. You go up into a box and you're sitting with uh, the entire coaching staff, maybe some higher, you know, some higher up execs, maybe an owner's in there. Are those uh, and, the ones that they have to schedule with you? Because when you get yes. there, you get a schedule of yep. actual meetings where you're going to sit down and spend some serious time with some people, yep. right? Yep. And th those are those. And, and those are like a, a pretty pretty dang big deal yeah uh if i if i do say so myself i mean those are uh you're, you're sitting in front of everybody um usually there's one kind of team a year uh who will kind of be the bad guys that year uh and they'll just basically be in there and just trying to to rip you a new one and and, and tick you off and just see how you react get a reaction uh, just get a reaction out of you um for me in my year it was uh the uh, panthers with coach rule uh, and like all the quarterbacks who went in there, uh, they like try to be buddy buddy in the beginning, and then they just they just kept ripping you. Hey, why, why'd you miss? They're throwing some tape. Why'd you miss this throw? Why, why'd you do this? Why couldn't you beat Alabama? I mean, just just being an you. asshole. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, just just to see how you react. So, and 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 those meetings happen at like nine thirty at night. So you're worn out. You're yeah. tired. Uh, and you're just ready to go to bed. I mean, to be honest, uh, just so just done with the day. Uh, but you just have to be mentally focused the entire time because, I mean, one misstep uh, and, man, you lose your opportunity or one step in the right direction. And then, I mean, you're just setting yourself up for maybe a better opportunity. So uh, you never know, man, be nice to everyone. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, be, be you, be real, but um, it's, it's definitely a very important time and a high stressful time. Did you, do you remember having a question that was like way out of line? Um, anything that you'd be like, are you serious? Like, I don't even want to, you know, justify that question with a response. Uh, did you hear any stories about that? Do you expect a guy like Stetson Bennett to be needled by some executives and some coaches? Because obviously Stetson wears his heart on his sleeve. He certainly has a chip on his shoulder. People know that. Um, there was a great article I thought by Mark Bradley in the AJC a couple weeks ago, and he essentially said, Stetson, you have won. You have overwhelmingly won again and again and again. You've proven everybody wrong again and again and again. You can take a break from playing kind of, hey, I have this chip on my shoulder, which I, I understood. Now, granted, he uses that chip 
to give him that competitive advantage. So he very well may want to hold on to that. Uh, but there's a time and a place. And I feel like at the combine with maybe some of the off the field extracurriculars that happened right after the season, granted he had every right to blow off steam, every right to celebrate the way he did. He might be in line for maybe some uncomfortable questioning or people saying, who, who is Stetson Bennett really? The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Oh, I, I definitely think they're going to, some teams are going to rip him a new one yeah. uh, on that. Um, because, I mean, when they when they pick you, when they draft you, I mean, you're a quarterback for that franchise and you have to represent uh, the franchise, the owner. I mean, there's, and, and there's a lot of money involved in that. I mean, they're, they're investing a lot in you. Um, and so they want to make sure they're they're getting a, a, a for lack of better terms a good product yeah uh, and they course. want a good re- they want a good return on their investment so yeah I I I definitely would expect uh, Stetson to to get needled and picked and prodded uh, on those kind of things uh, as far as the chip on his shoulder mentality uh, that personally doesn't bother me at all I mean Tom Brady yeah, totally still uses agree. that today like I, I think some teams. Yeah, some teams might be turned off by it, but I think some teams will absolutely eat that up and be like, man, I love this guy. I'm going to double down on this guy even more because of that. So, um, I mean, like some things could could hurt you with some teams and then other, other the, the same thing could just amplify you absolutely. exponentially more to another team. It's just different mindset philosophies. Uh, and there's only 32 teams, but it's amazing how different philosophies can be uh, with certain franchises. So, um but yeah, if I if I'm Stetson uh, and I'm going into the week, uh, I better have uh, uh, some pretty good already pre-planned answers for how I'm going to answer uh, my actions. No uh, doubt for the for that night. And he's and, getting and, a ton of training uh, leading up to that. I believe the combine now is the first week of March. Uh, Stetson Bennett, Kenny McIntosh, Kiaris Jackson, Darnell Washington, Broderick Jones, Warren McClendon, Jalen Carter, Robert Beal. Shout out Peachtree Ridge High School. Nolan Smith, Keely Ringo, Chris Smith, Jack Podlesny. Uh, The medical aspect is crazy. I mean, they literally find out stuff that happened to you in middle school. Um, Some guys you hear about, they have a heart irregularity, um, and they'll figure that out through an x-ray, through a 
uh, echocardiogram. Um, when I was there, there was a punter from Rice, if I'm remembering correctly. You know, punters and kickers go through everything first, so like get these guys out of the way. But the medical is is serious. I mean, they take their time, mm-hmm. they do all these tests, and then the team physicians of each team in the league have their opportunity to come do their own uh, diagnosis. And he kept getting pulled away. And I was like, dude, what are they asking you about? He's like, oh, man, I I got kicked in the face by a horse when I was in middle school and he had broken his orbital bone. So they had to like they found this out and they had to go back in and do all these extra tests to make sure that his face was okay. I was like, what is like, yeah, it happened like in sixth or seventh grade. I was like. Geez, that's how far back they go. Uh, D. Smith, the executive director of the NFLPA, came out this week at Super Bowl week with some like scathing comments about the combine, how it's absolutely ridiculous that the NFL and the NFLPA agree to this. The entire purpose of the combine is to diminish draft value and pick people apart. And Jake, you just said it like they're about to make a multi million dollar investment in you, they're simply doing their due diligence. Is it a bit of a nuisance? Yes, of course it is. Can it get annoying being asked stupid-ass questions? Yes, of <laughs> course. Uh, the poking and the prodding and all the invasive medical exams, they they have to do that. And then, you know, you get your 45 minutes to go on the field and do your workout, and they're like, okay, go home. We'll see you at Pro Day. We'll set up a private workout if we need to. So Combine ain't going anywhere. I, I do think it is, if you want to call it a necessary evil but I appreciate you giving us your insight on what happened with you in Indy. Um, you were drafted by the Bills. Last question. Did you have good experiences with them? Did they come out of left field? Uh, was that a team that you thought you, you had a good vibe with? Or uh, were there teams you were like, oh, I'm going to go there. They love me. And then, of course, it didn't happen. Because that happened with me, certainly, oh, yeah. throughout the process. Oh, came out of straight left field. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea. I didn't have one of those professional, I would say, interviews, so to speak, uh, did one of those quick involuntary ones, uh, 15, 20 minutes, um, man. And that was, that was it. So, and, and going back to the the different styles and mindsets of the, like some teams, uh, they'll just be all over you and they'll make it known that, Hey, we want this guy. And then with other teams, it's, Hey, I, we like this guy, but we're not going to talk to him at all. And just yeah, come out of, of the field. So stuff like that happens, uh, going back to the medical stuff and the necessary evil. Like, I mean, we're talking to guys who, I just recently, you know, had a muscle strain, an ankle, a shoulder, an AC joint. Uh, and I mean, you got to think, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, this is their time. So if, if, if a doctor or somebody or trainer finds anything wrong with them, I mean, that's going to diminish their value. And so think about Nicobe Dean last year. With yeah. The Eagles, I mean, that it, shoulder. Yeah. I mean, there's, they're sitting there and like, you got these doctors, I mean, they are just yanking on you. They're, they're digging in you. Uh, and I mean, these guys that, that talk to me, they're I mean, they're just sitting there, just taking it, and it's just excruciating pain. But if if they let them know that it hurts, uh, then that's gonna they're gonna check. I mean, yeah, write that down, send it up to the the execs up top, and uh, hey, we may not take this guy's high because we can't trust his shoulder, or his ankle, or something. So I mean, you're just sitting there taking this excruciating pain in order to get drafted higher. I mean, it's just it's all insane. And then. Uh, I, don't know, I had a memory of just the cattle auction that you have like on day two. Oh yeah. They, the underwear, they, the underwear the under- parade. Yeah. Oh, they get you sure. in the underwear. You got to go do a, a body fat percentage test. Uh, and then you walk out on stage, you know, get the bleachers up. I mean, everybody's just sitting there watching you. You could hear a pin drop. It is bizarre. Uh, that, that <laughs> is bizarre. I know you, you get your height and then your height is 
like three quarter inches less than you've always been measured your entire life. And you're like, nah, dude. Yeah. Like, they like, they're like jamming your neck down. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, nah, dude, I, I'm, I'm taller than that or, or whatnot. And you got to walk 20 yards across the stage in your underwear and it's the middle of winter. So you're not tanned. You Did don't you stuff good. a sock in your, in your shorts or no, like, no, you know, I, I didn't protect I, yourself I, in that regard. I, I was told to wear like an inflator <laughs> cup, you know, that yeah, you, the baseball yeah. guys wear. Of course. Uh, you know, you're, you're just walking across the stage and they get your weight, you know, and you walk back. And so, uh, yeah, but man, it's just like straight cattle auction. And it just cracked, cracked me up. I'm yeah. like, man, are we, are we really doing this right now? And then once you get into an NFL locker room or you're on an NFL team, like you don't even come anywhere close to doing anything like that ever no. again, at least for no. a punter nope. or a kicker. So one, uh, it's, a, it's a once in a lifetime experience yes. that you never want to do again. Yes. But after stuff like that was so cool, weird, tough, all of the above, but you never want to do it again. No doubt. No doubt. Um, something that I would want to do again is play in the Super Bowl. Um, I never got to play in the Super Bowl. I played in an NFC championship. Before we get into our Super Bowl breakdown, I have to mention again what we have to give away. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, Liam will probably cut this up as well. I don't know to be on social media. We are giving away a signed Georgia game ball. Look at this, people. It is a Nike game ball, okay? Jake probably threw this one. It's got the red stitching on there. It's got the Georgia G emblem on there. If you sign up for prize picks now in between the end of the Super Bowl on Sunday night, using the promo code PUNT, P-U-N-T, PUNT, you will be automatically entered to win this Georgia game football. Jake Fromm will sign it. If you want me to sign it, I will do that as well. If you don't want me to sign it, I totally get it, all right? Sign up for Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT between now and Sunday night until the game is over. You will be automatically entered to win this one of a kind prize. People, you can't buy this. All right. This is brought to you by Punt and Pass and Prize Picks. Jake, what do you think? Yeah, you Drew, like I, yeah. No, I talked to the equipment guys and okay. they said it, it came out of the QB bag. There you and go. Not, and not the specialist bag. So that's, if that's correct. Hold, if that's holding you back, it came out of the quarterback bag. I myself have probably thrown it. Stetson's definitely thrown it. It's Look a at recent this thing. Ball. Um, so just just throwing that back out there. So you don't have to worry about any scuff marks, you know, from specialist guys. Yeah, don't it's pretty. It, this has not touched the uh, the street on Baxter from getting launched in uh, <laughs> it, over the fences. Has, this is not this is not hit ranking. Okay, no, if no. you're familiar with the practice field, this ball has not gone through the uprights and hit the the upper deck level there at Rankin, uh, where the uh, the study building is for us or the guys, but yes. Uh, yeah. How good, how good would that look in your man cave? People sign up okay. for prize picks, use the promo code punt. Jake will sign it. I'll sign it. If you want me to between now and the end of the super bowl, download the prize picks app, use the promo code punt. Not only are you entered for that, but you get a hundred percent deposit matchup to your first $100 shout out prize picks. All right. Super bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona, Sunday afternoon or evening, 6 30 PM Two number one seats. This is a great matchup. The top seat out of the AFC, the, Kansas City Chiefs, the top seed out of the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, who Jake's Washington Commanders whooped up on Monday Night Football later on in the season. Uh, before we break down the game, there are Georgia Bulldogs on both teams. Georgia now has had a former player in 22 straight Super Bowls. They are tied alongside LSU. LSU is on the same exact streak, which is kind of crazy to think. Uh, Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis, obviously, four the Philadelphia Eagles, and then Miko Hardman, your buddy, and Malik Herring, 
are on the Kansas City Chiefs. Miko unfortunately got put down to IR, uh, but they did bring up Clyde Edwards Alaire. So Miko won't be playing, but he is in the game. Right now, Philadelphia is a point and a half favorite. The total is 51 points. I would not be shocked if tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, a ton of money comes rushing in on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I would not be shocked if this game kicks off and it's pretty much a pick 'em. Um, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, the NFL MVP, which was named last night. Jake, this is a great game. Uh, you have a lot of insight on this game because you played against the Philadelphia Eagles. That defense is something serious. The Chiefs are dealing with a lot of injuries at the skill positions on the offensive yep. side of the ball. Um, let's just break it down. Where do you want to start? I think this is going to be a great game. I really do. I think you got to start with Pat Mahomes, man. Is Where is Pat Mahomes in his recovery process? Is he 100%? Is he 80%? Is he 90%? I mean, I think the over-under for him is if he's over 85%, uh, I think they definitely have a fighting chance in this game. But if he's not, man, I just think the Eagles have been just such a dominant team all season long. I know. I know. Um, they've gotten hot again back here at the tail end of the season when Jalen has come back from his injury. So, Man, they're just a, a very tough and complete football team. They're playing a little bit of swagger, man. Uh, Jalen plays with such a, a confidence and a, a swagger and a poise to him. Um, and I think just the um, just the mindset of the team has kind of really leaned on that and taken that from him um, and, and ran with it. So uh, I, I really think the Eagles are a complete football team. Um, but I, I will say now, my asterisk on all this, if Patrick Mahomes is healthy now, do not count. But he seems like he's he up. is, but he seems I mean, like he is. I mean, he's he's enjoying Super Bowl week. It's not like he's going to be limping around or using yeah. crutches, but he battled through in the he AFC did. Championship game. And you would know better than anybody if the high ankle. I'm not diminishing the injury that he had, but if the high ankle sprain was as bad as it looked when he got injured against Jacksonville, dude, I didn't even think he was going to play in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, uh, he but- didn't even finish the divisional game. But he went out there and, you know, for all intents and purposes, took care of business. Yeah, it's one thing to kind of go back in in the heat of the moment and maybe play a few snaps after you get sprained, like very recently, before all the the inflammation and the swelling starts really getting into it. But a week later, mm-hmm. like you said, playing the SHF, man, did that. That is tough. So Taking hits, too. I mean, the yeah. dude was getting thrown around a pretty good yeah. bit. Are you at all hesitant? And I've liked the Eagles since this – Super Bowl was set. And now I'm kind of waffling. I'm like, everybody's ah. on the Eagles. You know, are, are the Chiefs going to be the right side? Eagles could be super square. But here is my thought process. The Eagles have blown through the playoffs. Kicked the Giants' ass 38-7. to Absolutely dominated the Niners. Knocked both quarterbacks out. They haven't been tested, okay? They allowed only seven points in each, the divisional round and the championship game. Kansas City has been battle-tested, Right. Jacksonville was back and forth. They took care of business in the fourth quarter. That Bengals game was really a classic. The refs became probably too much of a storyline. Eagles haven't been tested. Granted, they are a complete team. Like, they kick ass. It's just giving me a little bit of hesitation. Let me throw two statistics Mm, at you. What you got for me? The teams that rush for more yards in the Super Bowl are 39-14-3 and against the spread. That is 73.6%. Philly's averaging 147.6 rushing yards a game. Kansas City's averaging 115.9 rushing yards per game. Even more so, teams that win the turnover battle in the Super Bowl are 35-8-1 against the spread. That's 81.3%. You and I have always said in the biggest games, it's not some super sophisticated 
dialed up crazy game plan. It's back to the basics. Run the football, win third down. Don't lose the turnover battle. Take care of business. That's how you win these football games. Here's another stat for you, though. The Eagles are 15-3-1 against the spread in the first half this season. They get off to notoriously fast starts. I love the Eagles in the first half. I'll let you know about that. Um, but that's where I'm standing right now. I got a couple props I'll break down here. Mm. Eagles can run the ball. God, their defense gets after the quarterback. Can they win the turnover battle? Like, I like Philly with all those thought processes, but you got the NFL's MVP for the second time in five years on the other side. That's why I think it'll be a great game. Dude, they had uh, Patrick Mahomes' like accomplishments he's had in his oh, five years of being a starter. Uh, made it to the AFC Championship, AFC Championship game in all five years. It's his third Super Bowl appearance. Um, I mean, it, just passing yards, touchdowns. It's been an all-pro, five-time pro bowler, uh, two-time MVP. I mean, it was a baller, man. Baller. I just, I just would not count him out. Jalen has been an unbelievable player all season long, but you can't ever put Patrick Mahomes. Especially Travis Kelsey, dude. Like Kelsey's a freaking baller. Uh, I got a question for you. Jackie and I have been debating this all week long. What is more rare or, or, or more so Hmm. what is more impressive? Okay. Okay. Jason and Travis Kelsey are the first brothers that are ever competing against each other in the Super Bowl. Is that more rare or is that more impressive than what the Harbaugh brothers did, which was they were the first two coaches. head coaches that were brothers in a Super Bowl that competed against each other? Please tell me. Please settle this debate. Uh, well, odds would say that the coaches Thank would you. be more difficult. Jackie's essentially saying, I don't care about that. These guys are playing in the game. Um, so she's giving more credence to the actual athletes on the field, but from yeah. a pure numbers perspective, pure, pure numbers, say, pure, pure numbers, 32 you, of them. Yeah. Pure numbers. You can't make a logical argument. It's uh, yeah. One out of 32, one out <laughs> yes, of 32. Yeah. One out or two out of 32. So one out of 16 and then one out or two out of 53, 106. So mm-hmm. one out of 53, I mean, it's just, come on. Who do you no. like? Uh, what position group to win the MVP? Hertz is leading right now, plus one ten on the odds board. Mahomes plus one twenty five. So the two quarterbacks are obviously up there. Kelsey's right behind them. Then you got like Miles Sanders, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, Isaiah Pacheco might be like a little under the radar type thing to look at, but you have to lean towards one of the quarterbacks to win the MVP, right? It just yeah, to me, just whoever wins the game, it's going to get. It. I mean, pretty yeah, pretty the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here are some props that I like. Total players to have a pass attempt. I like the over two and a half. It's plus 135. The reason I like that one, Mahomes, the injury, who knows? Maybe he gets knocked up. Maybe he's got to go retie his shoe or retape his ankle. Uh, all you need is one more person to throw a pass rather than Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes. Then on the Philly side, do they try a trick play? Do they do the Philly special again? Could it be Kansas City doing a trick play? I like that odd. Take the over two and a half total players to have a pass attempt. I like both teams to score in the first quarter. Philly gets off to great starts. Kansas City, they can move the ball as well. That's just score. Field goal, touchdown, doesn't matter. I like both teams to score in the first quarter. The yes there is plus 120. And then this one kind of hurts my heart, but the odds are just too juicy. Mm. These are two separate bets, okay? Will Kansas City miss an extra point? Will Philadelphia 
miss an extra point. The yes is plus 600, okay? So it's either, field, it's, it's either or? No, you have to make two separate bets. They're each mm-hmm. plus 600. Gotcha. The field in Arizona is slippery, okay? It's a rye grass. They roll it out. They put it back in. Halftime show. I'm just saying right now, uh, the kickers haven't been necessarily nails when it comes to extra points. Nerves could come into it. Well, I'll sprinkle it, a little bit both on both teams. I hate rooting against kickers. I've been on that field a lot. I just think one of them might miss a field goal. Or an extra well, point, excuse me. In, in, a, in a game like that, those games are much longer than normal. And so you're kind yes. of sitting and standing a lot more than normal. It may get tight. I just 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 throwing more food for thought out there. Um, but I, I've I've seen it, you know, just in, in myself playing quarterback. I mean, it's a longer halftime, longer in between quarters for whatever reason. They got to get their commercials in. So uh, just there's just more time in between just periods and start up and start. So yeah, just group of thought. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I like it. Those are the props that I'm eyeing. Um, before we pick. You know, the Kelsey's mom, like this poor woman, I, I was up this morning, I took Bridget to school, you know, I turn on the Today Show at 7am. I mean, she's in Arizona. She's on there for an interview. It's 5am local time. Poor lady probably had to wake up at four. She was on NFL honors last night. Cameras all on her face. Uh, Can we just let this lady enjoy the weekend? I mean, my goodness. Yes, I understand. It's the Kelsey Bowl. There was a petition to get her to do the coin toss uh, for the game. I'm like, that's cool. It's amazing. Okay, first yeah. time ever. Let her live a little bit. Let yeah, her go sit by the let, pool let her, in Arizona. Let her enjoy the moment. Yeah, let her enjoy the oh, moment. Let her hey. enjoy her, her boys. I mean, I know my mom would want to just relax and enjoy the moment. Like, yeah, yeah. sure. She would love to be on TV and do – a thing here or there, but it's been uh, relentless. I'm yeah. like this poor woman. Of course, that's uh, interesting. We'll see who wins. All right, who is going to yeah. win? Eagles or Chiefs? Who are you rooting for? I mean, you're in the NFC East. I would feel like it's kind of weird if you're rooting for the Eagles. Um, your boy Miko is on mm-hmm. the Chiefs. I'm sure, you're close with Nakobe and Jordan Davis. You got a lot of personal ties mm-hmm. to this football game, Jake. Who's going to win Super Bowl Fifty Seven? It's going to be tough for me. I know I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. that morning. I'm going to throw a nice brisket on, and I'm going to marinate uh, on my decision as my brisket marinates. Shout out Rectech. And that that smoker on my Rectech. So, you know, I don't know, man. I really do. I think it's tough. I think it's a flip, uh, just flip of a coin. I just – if Patrick's healthy, I like him, but I, I think the Eagles are rolling. Oh, man. See, I, I'm on the same exact thought process as you. Uh, I do think before kickoff, this line gets under a point. I think it'll be close to a pick I think tons of money is going to come rushing in on Kansas City. I like the Eagles. I, I just – they're a complete team. That defense is fierce. They had 70 sacks during the season. They can get after the quarterback. I think Jalen Hurts will maybe even try to play a little bit of keep away. Don't let Mahomes become that type of factor. Run the football control the clock, get a pick, get a fumble, win the run game, win the turnover battle, Eagles win. And I also like the under 51, okay? I would expect Mm. the under to tick up before kickoff, maybe 51 and a half. I don't think it hits 52. I'll go Eagles. I'll go under. That's it. Super Bowl 57. And I I do think it'll be a great game. I do think it'll be a great game. It's it's due for one, right? Yes. Yes. We need need one that's down down the wire, like the – I mean – you know, the Chiefs 49ers game uh, where Patrick Mahomes takes a seven-step drop from shotgun uh, and heaves up a giant deep corner to Tyreek Hill on like a third and 25. 
um, get in field goal range, kick it, and win it. So, yeah, we need, we, need, we need some good stuff, man. I'm ready. I'm in on it. I'm going to be chowing down on some brisket. If you're hungry, come over. Have some friends over. Super Bowl Sunday. Nothing better. It's supposed to be like a little wintry mix here in the Atlanta area too on Sunday morning. So watch out for really? that. Yes, indeed. Gotcha. Thanks so much Check for tuning into this episode of Punt and Pass. Shout out to Price Picks. Check it out again, people. Georgia, Game Ball, Emblem, Red Nike Check. Can't buy it in the stores. All right. Jake Fromm will sign it. How do you get it? Download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. Okay. Not only will you be entered to win this signed Game Ball. You also get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. It's Super Bowl weekend. There is so much action on the Prize Picks board. Go check it out. Follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. He's at From Jake. Puntandpass.com. Have a great Super Bowl weekend, everybody. We will talk to you next week. See ya. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.